It's Good Friday. Welcome to today's podcast. This is Father John Zulsdorf. Today the Roman station is Santa Croce in Gerusalemme. We were here on the fourth Sunday of Lent, but today's visit is special because of the presence here of the relics of the Passion. When St. Helena went to the Holy Land to visit the sites of the Passion and the death of our Lord, on the 2nd of May, 326, she found the cross, which had been buried. There is a moving fictional account of the finding of the cross in Evelyn Waugh's novel Helena. The relics of the cross and the Passion that she brought back to Rome are kept at this church, built into the Caesarian Palace that dated to the 2nd century. Pope Urban VIII broke the large piece of wood and had part of it brought to the Vatican Basilica, where it is kept in a chapel above the heroic statue of St. Helena across from the main altar. At Santa Croce you find also nails of the crucifixion, thorns of Christ's thorny crown, a piece of the cross of the good thief, a finger of St. Thomas, and the titulus, or sign, that hung above the Lord's head. This ancient wooden sign was rediscovered in 1492, tucked into a secret niche behind a brick in the basilica's great triumphal arch. St. John Henry Newman wrote of this church, Santa Croce in Gerusalemme, This basilica is so called because St. Helena not only brought the true cross there, but earth from Mount Calvary, on which the chapel or altar there is built. Thus, if there be a center of the church, we shall be there when we are on earth from Jerusalem in the midst of Rome. From Meditations for Each Day by Antonio Cardinal Bacci No order had been given that Jesus was to be crowned with thorns. It was surely the devil who suggested this idea to the soldiers. They had heard that Jesus had claimed to be a king, so for their own brutal entertainment they clothed him in a purple rag and placed a rod in his hand as if it were a scepter. Then they found a bunch of reeds with sharp thorns, of which they made a crown and placed it on his head, driving it into his flesh. One can imagine the pain and humiliation which Jesus suffered. Perhaps he desired by this new kind of torment to make reparation in a special manner for all the sins of thought, sins of hate and anger, of jealousy and impurity. Let us adore our Lord as he is mocked and outraged in this fashion. Let us proclaim him as king of our hearts and master of our entire lives. Let us assure him that after all his sufferings on our behalf, we cannot allow ourselves to go astray, for he has given us the fullness of his grace, 
so that we may be transformed and made his for all time and for eternity. When we are offended or insulted, let us remember the infinite patience of Jesus when he was scourged and crowned with thorns. If Jesus, who was so innocent, suffered so much for us, should we not follow his example and endure with patience the hardships of life? We should be ready to forgive and pardon, to subdue our rebellious inclinations, to moderate our speech and remain silent when we are offended, to love our enemies and to do good to those who do evil to us. Let us recall the way in which Jesus was scourged and crowned with thorns, and we shall receive from him the supernatural strength to follow his example.